No. Yeah. Oh. Plus, plus, please, where possible, try not curse, or we have to put expletive beside it when we load it up. So I, I wasn't planning on doing that. Yeah. Uh, do I? Do I need to wear trousers? Nah, they're optional. It's fine. Optional. Yeah. I've actually got pajama bottoms on because I ate pizza, which is really badly ordered. My friend. It was her first day alone with her newborn and her toddler. Oh. She was over at my house and we ordered pizza and I'm regretting it now. So I've got my pajama bottoms on. Mm. Really full. Anyway, I... <laughs> we <laughs> we have started recording our episode. Just so you know, we're recording. Um, what we normally like to do is we try and keep it under an hour. Um, obviously, if there's something that you really hate or whatever, just let us know and we'll start the sentence with pretty much just like what you do with your job. If something's wrong, just just pick it up and let's say, okay, leave that out, whatever. That's fine. But it should be fine. It normally turns into a fairly waffly conversation. Okay, so uh, let me just pull up my sheet. So obviously we haven't given you any of the questions on purpose. So yes. just to give you, Gemma does the introduction. I normally introduce the <coughs> person. Then we have some questions for you. Then we have some quick fire round questions for you that are nothing to do with the weather. And then Whoa. we sign off by trying to sell ourselves to people the five mm. people that listen to us so. we nice. didn't we didn't choose a weather wisdom actually oh yeah charlie have you got a weather wisdom for us um <laughs> we should have this <laughs> we haven't recorded an episode for a little while so we're a little yeah. bit rusty <laughs> try and explain something about the weather like you know red sky at night or something like that um what can we do and if you want you can do it as well but what can we do for weather wisdom uh weather wisdom why don't you do um has it got to be a saying, like folklore? No, it no. doesn't have to. Um, <gasps> Do you want to explain the difference between rain and showers? Oh, please. People are getting on my nerves with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tricky one. If I hear one, one but... more person say, it was raining and now it's sunny. Wow. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. A road shower. That's uh, showers. <laughs> did we do April showers the last time? We just said that showers get going in April oh. because of the land heating. That's all we said. Why mm. don't Charlie? Do you want to do why? Um, do you want to explain why it might be a little bit nippy in the sea, even though people get very excited about the warm weather? Yeah, I can do that. Do you want to do that? Okay, yeah, so I, good, I'll, I'll I'll introduce that and then I'll just mm. get you to explain it. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's nice. <clears throat> All right, Gemma, on on your mark, get set. Okay. Have a good time, everyone. Hello, welcome back to a new episode of For the Love of Weather podcast, where we discuss all things weather and how they can impact our daily lives. We hope, like always, you leave this episode loving the weather just that little bit more. Hello, my name is Gemma. Hello, my name is Ashley, And we are here with a very special guest today. Now, myself and Gemma are always talking about the tiny little weather world that we live yeah. in. So when we invited our guest on today, it turns out we both know this guest really well. So we're kind of scrapping over who knows him best. It's true. You said, oh, we should, I'd really like to have my friend on. And I was like, hang on a minute. I went I to uni with that person. Such a small world. <laughs> it is, we're like two degrees of freedom. But today we are so, so thrilled to introduce the gorgeous Charlie Powell. Charlie, welcome to the episode. Thank you for having me. What, a, what an intro. Oh well, Charlie. I'm just, I'm just telling it like it is. You know, it's, it's the truth. <laughs> it's not. It's uh, Charlie paid Ash to say all of that before we came yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's in the post. It's in the post. But that's true. We, we, we both sort of go back quite a long way, don't we? Um, yeah. I was racking my brains, Gemma, thinking, didn't we make a board game about the weather? 
we did I was trying to think of that the other day of what 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 business we put together it was such a good board game it was really good it was good I was I was always worried that secretly you may well have taken that idea and now become a millionaire no I can't say I didn't think of that (laughs) (laughs) that seems like such a good game I don't know why there isn't a board game out there for weather we are listen We've said it now. I need to patent this. This is missing a trick. A weather game in the UK. That's well, we, amazing. We made, did, we actually made, did we make a, a version, like some yeah. kind of concept of it? But I, I don't know where it's gone. And we went into a school to test it as well because it was oh, angry yeah. kids. This yeah. seems uh, awesome. <laughs> memories. Somebody needs to, somebody needs to drag that back up. You, that 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 sounds amazing. I'm, I'm probably in that. a cupboard somewhere. Someone <laughs> gathering dust somewhere. <laughs> Someone's Maybe. gonna find him and tell him, be like, oh. I'll, I'll check under the stairs after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just tell you a little bit about Charlie. Charlie now works for ITV. He's also a daddy. We we sometimes share parenting tips, which is normally um goes along the lines of nobody actually knows what they're doing. So. Good luck with that. And I hope you got some sleep. <laughs> but Charlie works with ICV, but you have had a pretty varied career. But Charlie, before we start, the one thing that we absolutely love knowing, just because we just can't get enough of it, is when was that first spark, that first interest in, do you know what? I think maybe I would like to work in the weather or something that was like, this, this interests me or, you know, before that thought kind of evolved, where, tell us about it. For me, it was oh, it was not the most original of of, of things. It was an evening. Um, I would have been around maybe 15, 14, 15 years old, and was just staring at my bedroom window at a thunderstorm. And that was it. And I just I was I was sort of I think most of us are, aren't we? But you know, you they're, they're kind of rare in the UK to get a good thunderstorm. So mm. when one really kicks off, you're just sort of there thinking, wow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um and it just kind of got me thinking a little bit about the sky, the atmosphere, the you know, the, the world, I suppose, in some way, and just how huge it is and how uncontrollable it is, and mm. how it's probably the last thing that the human race will ever have any control over you know we, we can't we can't touch it we can't do anything with it we can just observe it and try and figure out what it might do next and I, I, there's something about that I really liked there's like such a yeah. massive thought for such a young person that's really quite deep I peaked early <laughs> it's really interesting as I well really I've never thought of it I've never thought of it like that before yeah. Uh, and so yeah and, and, and that's 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 kind of that's that's sort of what it was I, d- I don't know why from there then I kind of went into doing what I was doing but it it's it, it certain that was the spark that certainly paved the way mm. um so to think now that I'm you know able to stand up for a you know couple of minutes a, a day and, and and talk about that sort that very thing yeah brilliant ideal yeah it is it's you could just it's just non-stop you could just constantly talk about it like every single day there's just always something new to talk about isn't there Every weather, I, I, every weather pattern, kind of the same, but not the same. I, I do frequently, and the newsroom, I can see them rolling their eyes at me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. bless, like, you bless need them. to give me an extra minute today. There's this really exciting thing happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, Charlie, tell us then your journey. So, this was like uh, GCSEs era. Like, yeah, this what happened was, next? What happened next? What happened next? Well, this was that's that was oh gosh, that was 20 years ago, wasn't it? Oh, that's Charlie, a long don't time. be giving away our age. Um, 
Okay, it was 40 years ago. Um, but um, <laughs> after, after that, uh, then it was, it, was, it was just sort of trying to focus on a way that I could get to do something with the weather. So yeah, GCSE time, it was essentially geography was anything on offer, but it was all physical geography, as much to do about the kind of the earth and the atmosphere as, as I could do. And that went on to A-levels, geography again, a few other sciences, uh, geography university, funnily enough, and where I met Gemma during the meteorology degree, the, the master's degree after that. We so, had yeah, a very long... similar um, similar journey, I think, into it, actually. Yeah, but yes, that's right. But your first, your undergrad wasn't Birmingham, was it, Gemma? No, I went to Reading. Uh, Reading, I thought so. I thought so. But I did geography there. I did physical geography. Yeah, same. Um, and it, it, it was it, it was sort of that point where I thought, oh, if I really want to get a job in this, I don't think geography is going to be enough. And mm. maths wasn't strong um, in any sense, any shape or form. You know, it's, it's much more of a kind of a an art student sort of floundering in a science um, background, I suppose. Um, uh, and so, yeah, to, to, to do that, then I thought I need some sort of edge. And that's where the meteorology degree came in. Um, and then it was off to the Met Office. So yeah, a few, a few of the jobs and went for various interviews and what have you all around the UK and then uh, ended up in Exeter. Um, so where are you from? Uh, I am from Hampshire. Ooh. As in, that's, that's where I was born and grew up. Mm. My parents and family were all from the West Midlands. Mm. Um, and so somewhere between the two is this sort of muddy mix of, of no real accent. Um, <laughs> except except that I don't say things like bath and grass and all that sort of stuff it's very right. sort of soft soft A's yeah. do you know what the thing for me is though I the further north you go I can distinguish between the accents mm. the further south you go I don't there's a quite you know, I, I, it's tricky for me to pick out who's yeah but, but the only one maybe I could is like you know that like a Birmingham one that twang I can uh-huh possibly pick that out but otherwise well, I think once you get below what, what about French that's quite easy isn't it that's quite far south <laughs> mm, can be a bit tricky to pick up that <laughs> <laughs> as well yeah that's not like I don't know like although Gemma you've got these London accents so oh, I like to think that my accent's quite quite neutral no. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't at all. I like my accent. I'm fine with it. I, I was thinking I, about this the other day and I was thinking, <laughs> I really struggle with the word hail. I was thinking about this today. Yeah. When I'm saying the word hail, I yeah. have to really think about it. Because if I'm saying it every day, hail, that it's like hail, hail, a bit of hail. You've got, you got to remember the L at the end, don't you? I know. I forget the L all of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why this just after actually making me think that I really struggle to say channel islands. Hmm. Okay. I, I do anyway. Yeah, the L channel ones. Anyway, I really have to be like very thoughtful when I'm saying that, especially if it was on a broadcast channel. Alonso. Channel Islands. Hmm. Bit of a tongue twister. I can't say I've ever struggled with that one before. Yeah, there we go. Mm. There we go. Yeah. So you made it to the Met Office, but and you did quite a few little bits and pieces when you were there. So. So aside from all your forecasting, and I know yeah. how much of a talented forecaster you are. I, yeah, yeah you yeah, are. You're, you're pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty amazing forecaster. <laughs> but you've actually got a lot of hobbies, haven't you? Yeah, so that's, that's right. Yeah, so aside from, um, yeah, aside, aside from that sort of thing, the science bit, 
Um, the rest of the time was sort of spent um, just trying to be outdoors as much as possible. Certainly when I first moved down, you know, where the Met Office is in, in the UK is just surrounded by moorland and hills and coasts and sea and and you're sort of spot for choice in quite a small area so there's a lot to see and do there um uh yeah so so there was a lot a lot of that was sort of outside and uh, walking exploring and meeting the you know the same guys on the course in the Met office and doing stuff with them um otherwise though it was the, the, the sort of two main ones are music along the lines of piano guitar a bit of singing uh, singing mainly in the shower, you know, but the, the other two um, slightly, slightly um, less hidden, uh, and photography, which I like as well, and that's that's sort of just been a, a, a thing that not not with a fancy pants camera, but just on my just on my telephone, um, it's been something that I've just sort of enjoyed doing. So the sort of two little releases, really. Mm, but you've kind of turned your photography stuff into a little bit more on Instagram, haven't you? Yeah, it has it has become sort of a, a bit of um well not a niche as such but it certainly follows a pattern so it, it's all to do with sort of weathery bits um there was a, a time where there was sort of like a, a cloud spotters kind of guide mm. and that was trying to trying to get photos of different clouds together and overlay them with a word and make it look a little bit arty again and just sort of try and get interest in in what you're looking at and loads of loads of people have sort of done cloud spotting guys it's just a sort of slightly different take on it mm. um so yeah it always has a certain way of of having some kind of explanation to it um but yeah i suppose over the last couple of years it's got a little bit more kind of arty and pretentious maybe <laughs> No. Uh, we just sort of start experimenting with things and, and finding yeah. different ways to, to show show things off and different angles and, and what have you. Yeah. Um, but also you're sort of doing the weather means that you understand a little bit about what time of day is particularly good or you know what happens if you if you take a picture into the sun versus with the sun behind you and you know so it, it, it makes you think about things in a different way. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting actually everything that you're you're sort of talking about and telling us is all about trying to tell other people about us so explain about it so it kind of makes sense that you've ended up in your presenting role so do you want to tell us a bit about that leap I will do I will do it it's it sort of started um at a point about halfway through the Met Office career so that was sort of 2008 to 2018 really so it's a decade um, I just started dabbling in a few videos they were just starting to to kind of dip, dip the toe into kind of videos about you know why does it rain and why is it cold and when does it snow and all that sort of thing um, and I just happened to be in the right place at the right time for that and did, did a few did a few things there um, and then more and more you just sort of start thinking, oh, I quite enjoy this. Mm. I wonder if there's anything in this or is this just a sort of flash in the pan, you know, a bit, a bit of fun? Because I always sort of thought I, I want to do weather, but I want to be behind the scenes, but I would quite happily be behind the scenes in a media world. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there was there were stints at the BBC before that. There were stints mm. at ITV before that as well as a forecaster, mm. not as a, a kind of a, a presenter or broadcaster. And then... It's a, a job came up the right time, the right place, um, both in my career and geographically. Mm. Um, and I couldn't not go for it by that point. Um, and so in June, July 2018, that was it. The change was made. 
from behind Almost the camera on your to two year anniversary. Yeah, that's it. Aww. So yeah, exactly. And so you know, so it's 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 all it all it's all sort of sort of yeah, it's just changed from 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 behind the camera to in front of it, but a bit more regularly, I suppose. Total asses. So lucky. Yeah, it, so it, lucky. Really, it really was. I, you know, I I'd sort of chipped away a little bit over six seven years, something like that. Yeah. Um, to a point where I thought, okay, and people were people were telling me kind of, you you know, you, you should look into this, and not just sort of friends and family who are biased and sort of have to say nice things about you. It was it was sort of other, other people in the industry saying, have yeah. you ever thought about actually doing this? Um, and me being me, sort of brushed it off and thought, no, 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 couldn't possibly. But it's yeah. a great confidence boost, though, to be told by oh, colleagues yeah. or other people in the industry to say, actually, you should really consider this seriously. Consider it. Yeah, that's right. It, it, it really it really was and I wouldn't have done it if, if it wasn't for them I don't think I really wouldn't have done it do you know me <laughs> yeah like, I feel really sad you're such a natural yeah, yeah. I can't believe you would I'd actually I'm like I'm a bit shocked I'm like no don't say that but it it's might... I, I, I just I just I, you know I just kind of think oh, I was you know I was having a bit of fun with it and that's probably all I thought hmm. it would ever ever be just knowing how difficult and, and competitive those jobs can be um, it just goes to show though when you I mean you know folks we're not gonna lie science doesn't pay <laughs> a huge big bucks but no. there is something to be said for like so don't get me wrong we all want to stay in bed in the morning but I never not want to go to work and I've never not wanted to go to work I love going to work yeah if I if I'd have wanted to be wealthy I would be in a job I didn't enjoy yeah <laughs> I think that's that's the sort of the sort of simplicity of it yeah um you know without getting all silly and vulgar about it but actually there's so much more enjoyment to be had about being able to go to work and, and talk about something or be the go-to person I quite like that as well yeah you know yeah, totally. in the newsroom says oh what's what's this thing I've seen about this you know funnel cloud or something and you go oh yeah yeah talk about that um it's really satisfying yeah, because you, you are know, the expert in your newsroom. So there's only one of you yeah. out of a newsroom. So do you want to uh, maybe just explain a little bit about how a newsroom works? Yeah, gosh, they're, they're busy old places. Um, and it's weird because as the weather presenter, you're not a journalist. Although, you know, you might have some background and you know how to tell a story, but not necessarily in the same way as actually going out and, and, and physically finding out the nuts and bolts or something. Um, so, yeah, the, the newsroom is, 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 is busy. It's, it's this mm-hmm. sort of hive of, oh, depending on how, you know, where you work, so 20 or 30 people all doing different, different little jobs. And, you know, it's, it's a bit like... Um, a bit like an anthill, you know, that everyone is sort of the same, but they've all got their little, little, little jobs to do. And, and by the end of, you know, seven, eight, nine hours, you have this half an hour TV program. that's a chock full of stuff. And then bookended by, by, you know, by weather presenters sort of chatting about something that's happened. Hopefully, usually something which is sort of quite positive and uplifting and, and interesting. Um, but of course there are, times when you have to kind of put on that journalistic hat and yeah go and talk about flooding or drought or climate change or something like that so you know it's uh it's, it's not a lot of goofing around but it does feel like a very fun role i must admit being the person obviously the person in the newsroom that is the go-to person for the weather do you ever feel the pressure then when people come to you and you're expected to know the answer yeah, every day every day it's the, the idea that um and it and ne- never to a point of being stressful but there is an assumption that 
you'll just you'll just know everything and i don't know if you find this on social media as well very similar sort of thing there you know i've Mm. got all these colleagues who are still forecasting now and still doing the kind of nitty-gritty stuff that i've sort of left behind in in you know with the best way in the world who are way more qualified to answer these sort of questions but you kind of think okay i I, I, I better go for it but if i can't i'll just say i I don't know i will have to find out and get back to you it's that age-old thing you know i'm sure your teachers and things you said at school didn't they you always Mm. try and catch them out oh sir miss what's this thing mean yeah and rather than sort of just try and bluff your way through it i you know so I think there are, there are times when, when you do feel it. And the thing I like was if I do know the answer, I kind of surprise myself because it's, it's still in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I learned this, you know, 10 whatever years ago um, and it's still there. Or you yeah, know, yeah. If, if it isn't, you can, you can make sense, but you can work it through with some sort of scientific brain, which is mm. quite nice as well. That's sort of very satisfying. I do yeah. find it um, easier with someone who may have touched off the weather in their time in the newsroom. So for example, one of my... <laughs> all-time favorite love-hate questions is I've got an out I need to, especially actually during this year in particular I've got an interview at three is going to shower oh yeah it's going to rain so you know which first of all it's like well where's your interview uh what window do you have to record it yeah uh where are you traveling from do you, you know, it's like there's a hundred, a hundred questions that actually come, come, come. How long is it going to be? How important is it? Yeah. Were they interviewed by somebody else beforehand? Uh, or are they, you know, or maybe they're elderly and they don't have a, you know, they can't be outside in the cold or they can't get wet or something, you know, something I, the, like that. The, the, the one that gets me is I'll say, oh, I did, I did this, um, I did this story a couple of weeks ago when it was sunny. So, you know, w- will it be okay if I go back and do it today? Or was, or was that um uh, what, what from a continuity perspective uh, <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's always an interesting one yeah, yeah exactly um yeah. i've had a couple where they want a really nice sunrise so that's quite a nice one to get your teeth yeah. into if yeah, it's the, the day before though because like you know if it's a weather front you know throw that three hours either side oh, you know, know. three days ahead nothing yeah. in a global sense everything in the or yeah. or drone footage you know Oof. what are the winds what are the winds going to be next Wednesday you're like well, yeah. it's Friday uh, <laughs> you know what height are you flying where are you well, going where, where are you t- going where are you flying what, yeah exactly yeah, anyway uh I'd love yeah. I'd love have you had a go with a, with a, one of the drones either I have my own actually oh, no I've got my own actually I do <laughs> I do I've got my own drone yeah. <laughs> I don't get which chance to use it actually to be honest because anytime I take it out um I'm rarely on my own and, it's, yeah, okay. and you know so I normally have little people just wanting to yeah you know, and wanting to grab it and stuff but I do oh, have pl- I have plans for it and I've had plans for it since I got oh, it sure. but sure. um we have been scuppered a little bit this year by like limey yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, no, so I do I love but I love drone footage I mean you know what more could you want you've literally got a semicircle of the sky yeah to look at like so for me i'm like well it doesn't matter when this thing goes up i'm just going to enjoy it even if it's a night sky <laughs> like you know it's just it's you know it's, it's a totally different view and, and again a lot of the stuff you get from there is that it's maybe not the most original of things but you oh. just never get to see it it never, just doesn't bore me like yeah i don't know i don't know it is it is original though it's, it's just so every sky is so different isn't it yeah you know? in that sense but but and, and some things are just, are just meant to be seen from above mm. aren't they yeah mm. 
yeah, you know, the amount of locations that you know that you go to if you know if you sent out to do the weather somewhere live, yeah. and it's like I don't know a formal garden or or, or something you know something like that, and you, while you're there, you think, oh, this is really neat and tidy air, but it's quite nice, and then you see what it looks like from above, and you go, oh gosh. Yeah. You can almost you can almost imagine the, the kind of the design of what they what they were thinking about however many yeah. hundreds of years ago, yeah. um, and it's now sort of being unlocked in a in a, a much much easier fashion, isn't it? Yeah. Speaking of outside broadcasts, hmm. Gemma, do you want to go for this one? I was just going to say, do you enjoy them to start off with? Do you enjoy outdoor outdoor broadcasts? Much more, much more. Uh, yeah. Okay, you haven't got the security blanket of a a studio and and lights and you know and, and it you know uh, but there's there's something nice about sort of being outside being able to react to an environment that you're in um mm. experiencing the weather um and uh it's just a very it's a very different feel i think if, if, if anything you, i just feel a lot more um comfortable you know you've not got a yeah. suit on you've not got your cables everywhere and, and all that sort of thing you know a lot more fringe you know you can walk around and point stuff out you know it feels like much more like a normal conversation you'd have rather than standing in a studio and, and sort of trying to look relaxed while you're talking to a, a camera um, yeah, do, you, do you get a saying where you go or do you get told where you're going for all of them it's no it's it's a, it's a it's a good mix sometimes the newsroom okay. has an idea and they'll say oh this has been really great uh and sometimes i'll spot something you know the, for example there's a, a garden festival coming up i think sometime in mid-june it's not too far away which is always a really good one to go to so you just sort of pop it on the calendar and say oh this is quite nice you put a little flag up and say oh, i've seen this coming up in a couple of weeks what do you reckon yeah sure we'll go at that um so it's, it's, it's a bit of both really but there's a lot of flexibility um and and i've never I haven't been sent to a place yet where i thought oh, i'm not going but the They've all been. Oh, really? All, they've all That's been, good. They've all been really nice. You know, it's yeah. it's actually it's pretty incredible. Like the more you go places, everyone has a press officer, so you generally, you know, there's you generally know exactly where you need to go. There's somebody there to deal with you. They understand the time constraints that are mm-hmm. that you're under because you might not get there till. Well, for me, I would possibly would might not get there until three or four o'clock. So really close to broadcast time. You're trying to like figure everything out, figure out your mm. questions, and you may not have had a chance to properly research. But everyone has a press officer, and they're all amazing. Yeah, they're but, just yeah. brilliant, you know. So you're kind of, I definitely noticed a big change in that. They get it, and yeah. my my thing this year has been to try and get to these locations a lot earlier than than I usually be able to, <laughs> where possible, just so you have time to kind of. I know. just suss it out and soak yeah. it in and, and, and talk to the people and build some sort of rapport so that if you do end up talking to someone there who you've met you know it's not just you haven't just sort of just rattled up and then you've got to sort of ask these yeah. questions and what have you it's a, it's, a, it's a lot nicer it doesn't always work but but so far this year and I know this year's been a bit odd because we haven't been out so much um but um but it's just yeah it's, it's just makes the whole thing a lot more, a lot more yeah enjoyable. yeah for sure so your outside broadcasts what has been your best one so far? Monster trucks. Oh wow! Oh, wow. oh yeah. Where was Monster that? Monster trucks. Uh, it was at uh, a. Uh, it was a very, very famous, internationally famous um, festival called Truck Fest. Yeah. Um, and I love that uh, name. Oh, it just conjures up all sorts of images, doesn't it? And I, I interviewed 
probably some huge stars. I had no idea who they were, but they were from, <laughs> it was, it was one of the, you, you know, these um, kind of uh, Australian truckers and ice road truckers and all those sorts of programs that are on yes! things like Discovery. And yeah. It was one of those. So it was, oh, it was one, one, of the, one of the drivers from, from there who was this, oh, to say effervescent was, was not doing him justice right. really. He was like a volcano of enthusiasm um and uh, and someone else from uh, this really old dude bless him he must have he must have been i don't know really 70s or 80s but he was sort of driving these great big um land trains in, yeah. in the outback and uh both both fascinating i'm like what was the festival doing in the southwest uh they travel round, so they right, okay. they do about it didn't used to do that much but they sort of do about half a dozen or so in you know, different showgrounds around the uk um all about that and but yes yeah, so i got to got to interview these guys in the back of a monster truck as you do i just i'm well gel oh, yeah. that sounds amazing i would love yeah. to talk to them guys it was just... slightly deafening <laughs> as you can imagine <laughs> you're in, the, in this in this pickup section while you've got i don't know some wild v8 or v12 i don't know goodness knows what, well, they, what they've run to hear your gallery <laughs> you know revving up to goodness knows how many thousands it, honestly it was yeah. it, but it was yeah it was yeah, that was a whole different experience um so that that's a that's a standout and that was in the sort of first six months of the job as well oh amazing you know, really Go- golden on. yeah yeah um so yeah you, you, you remember a couple of those ones don't you that are sort of just a bit strange a bit out there what about something that's gone horribly wrong Ooh. well I think I think on most days something will trip me up and most days it's going to be a you know a word or a you know I, w- I went through a phase of saying rather than ice crystals when talking about cirrus cloud or what have you I couldn't get out of my head that they were crysticles <laughs> which if you weren't really paying attention at the time could have sounded like something else <laughs> that would have been a lot worse and nothing to do with the weather so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Um, yeah. Outside on location, I think a lot of time. Oh, I tell you which one it was. This was a, um, a flower festival. It was in Taunton, and, it, and it's it's gorgeous when you're there. Um, but when it <laughs> when it came to doing the weather section, it was sort of towards the end of the day, and that's when they kind of wrap things up and have their big sort of arena shows and all this sort of thing and as I was trying to talk about some part of the forecast the um the bagpipe band came on you know pipers <laughs> yes. I and ah, oh, and it <laughs> wonderful but you know there's there's about I don't know 60 or 70 of these guys on you know a full tilt with these yeah. pipes yeah. and I couldn't I couldn't hear I couldn't hear a thing I missed cues I and my earpiece fell out after a while because I was sort of trying to push it back in and it popped out and I, it was one of those ones and again that was sort of quite an early one I thought I, I don't know what to so I just sort of I had to sort of wing it a little bit yeah um, but yeah that was did you watch was, it back did it look as how did it look well you, you know what people always say oh you know if it felt bad and you watch it back it won't be it'd never be as bad as it was this was awful it honestly, it was. It just felt awkward, and there was the bits where you're sort of like staring at the camera, and your face is changing and pulling all sorts of weird body language. And so, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the most enjoyable. Um, nor have been some of the you know when you sort of go out and report on these named storms. 
Right. Oh, and the wind's blowing your hood all over the place and your microphone pops off. It's halfway down the beach. And yeah, it, oh goodness, all that. So it's just, it's just a little bit stressy. I mean, that, that's great to be out in it, but oh. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's like my favorite thing. I'm like, there's a storm coming. I'm like, where am I going? Yeah. Send me somewhere. But, but for me, then when you're sort of fiddling with your earpiece or, or trying to get, yeah, you know, yeah, trying to sure. get all your cables somewhere hidden, you basically got to get undressed in mm. 70 mile an hour gale. Oh. I think the hardest thing actually just with any outside broadcast is just if you get cold and actually like it makes you appreciate as well that even if the weather is relatively temperate like you know like let's say there's you know between even 10 or 12 degrees Mm. but if you are standing outside in that exposed even at 10 or 12 degrees if once you get cold or your fingers get cold that's it because we we do two programs a day don't mm. we? So if we if we sent somewhere with a location that, that works for both for for whatever reason, yeah, you've got that hour in the middle, and it's not like you're so walking cold. around no. or on a hike yeah. or doing something to keep you just standing there. And yeah. you're right. So honestly, the amount, or the trying of gear, to do something on your phone oh. for a social media, and you're like, no, no, yeah. my digits aren't working. Exactly. Oh, I'll just I'll just check see what that temperature was, and by the time you get to use your, it's like it's like you're yeah. using a foot to operate your phone. <laughs> no, honestly um yeah so that's uh, the amount of gear that i bought as well thermal wellies never thought i'd need those oh, well, oh i didn't, I didn't even know they were them oh. oh listen you have to this this is no longer this podcast this was worth it just for this for the love of fashion um <laughs> but yeah thermal wellies they are um they're a godsend so Emma, nice we got they it sound amazing yeah, I've only got a little you know it's, it's like um a wetsuit type thing it's not like sheepskin in there or anything you know so it's, mm. so it's obviously it's waterproof um and but yeah there have been times and i've been i've been uncomfortably warm in them wow. i'm going on i hate having cold feet Dreamy. really hate them so i am after this podcast is over i'm googling Mm. googling them straight away yeah worth every penny are you are you a a cold feet then you are cold sort of person Gemma is that your is that your extremities for you Gem yeah my hands and feet are always tend to be cold especially my feet and if my feet get cold it's really hard to warm up so I've I've been known to wear like three pairs of socks Mm. that's that's normal that's standard yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's 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 once happens then you gotta you gotta drive home yeah, I'm warm. And you, you know, you, you, you can can't... take off all the socks and the like the the <laughs> and the wellies. You can take them all off. <laughs> but I can't... sometimes you're just you're just so eager to get into the car, and then your nose oh. will start running in the heat. Or, you know, you oh. don't you don't actually make yourself comfortable for the drive because you might still be like, oh, Is that, yeah, oh, exactly. And you can't feel the pedals and oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> still, I'm an advocate for safe driving. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, outside outside broadcasts definitely definitely prefer them. Do you do yeah. two lives a day, or do you do more than that? Um, we'll do well. Goodness, I mean, in terms of broadcast, quite a lot. No less than twelve or sixteen or something like that. But in terms of ones that are within a, a news program, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's two. Depending on the re- depending on how big the region is, really. Okay. Um, you know, so for for Ash, you know, the, the whole of East Anglia, you know. You, difficult to cover it in one go and the mm. same so the west country goes from the Isles of Scilly up to Gloucestershire and across mm. to Wiltshire so you know it's, 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 it's a big. big old patch yeah and the yeah. weather varies so much over that yeah, patch as well of course well to think about the last couple of days you know yeah it's just it, some people are just like the weekend just gone it didn't stop raining on Sunday 
Mm. Whereas a few people I spoke to said, oh, it was all right at the weekend, wasn't it? Actually, you know, uh, well, I think it was over the weekend. I was looking at the radar and Cornwall was just in this, the cold front had mm. cleared it. And it was just in this wedge of sunshine, like glorious sunshine. And yeah. it was tipping it down. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and that's, yeah, so, it, yeah, it's, 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 varied not just in the in the area of the region but sometimes from you know across the counties as is the wear weather do you like to oh i was gonna say uh, do you like to include the science behind the weather in your shows as well Mm. all the time where i can um just just to give a an inkling as to what it means or or, you know or or break it down into a way that someone can go oh yeah okay Mm. so but using some kind of everyday object um Mm. So this 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 is not my idea. I, st- I stole this from uh, uh, from one of the the kind of top dog chief forecasters in the Met Office, who would who would describe the jet stream as like a vacuum cleaner, whereby it once it's over the top of an area of low pressure or something, mm, it kind of just removes the air from inside it, and that's what lowers the pressure effectiveness or deepens it. So if you can imagine that, and someone anyone can imagine the vacuum cleaner. Mm, it's great. Uh, that's a great so one. Uh, just yeah, something like that. So that's that's what that's what I'll try and do. So mm. I'll get this idea. Think how am I going to tell the story? What do I need to make graphically to sort of support that? Mm. And then the last thing, what can I make it sound like? Um, yeah, it's not always easy, but you know, I think I it's like important that. well to give some context as well and to explain it in a way which is relatable as well because yeah. we use like meteorology uh, we use meteorological language all of the time of without even thinking about it sometimes yeah. but then yeah. when you're talking to someone else they'll be like oh i don't i don't really understand what you're trying to say and you say oh actually if i say it in this way yeah, they can absolutely. understand it so much easier yeah so i don't know if you've ever used the um the the pan of boiling water to try and describe showers, showers. That's, all, that's always a good yeah. one i use popcorn which I popcorn which, recently which, yeah which which seeds got to go first yeah exactly. or marbles all... dropping marbles onto a uh, onto a map or something where exactly they're gonna drop yeah I like that that's a good one um uh, marbles the vacuum cleaner yeah. <laughs> so many popcorn. i'm so glad we've all studied for so many yeah. years <laughs> well that's it isn't it you know it's, you spend sort of 10 12 years or what have you and then to, to try and describe how a cloud forms i did a time I lapse of, a, of a, a glass of water with an ice cube in it and just watch the condensation form on the outside oh that's fabby but there you go you know 10 seconds worth yeah. and you can just sort of say yeah. that's happening there that's basically yeah. happening up there but just on a bigger scale doing it so much better i think like the mm. more i go through as well in my career i've mm. started to become a lot more visual with things yeah. I've never oh yeah so visual but now i think it's such a great way to communicate the weather but also mm. for myself to learn as well if i'm trying to recap a tele connection which i've been trying to do recently trying to mm, gosh, get hot yeah. on all the tele connections visually i can understand that so much better than some text that explains mm. it to me yeah yeah, yeah. i'm and- the same as well for, for me it's it's trying to describe those days when, you, when you're talking about like oh it's going to be overcast and misty and drizzly you kind of think okay well what does that actually look like will it look like that tomorrow or the next day and then if the answer is no you kind of think oh, okay how else can I describe it you know so you try and because we spend so much time looking at the weather from above as one great big sheet you know one great big moving thing whereas for everyone else that's listening they're just interested in one location yeah yeah you know looking out from the the ground up thinking well you know what's what's happening where is this rain even to this day it really bugs me that i i don't have more access to taffy grams Mm, yeah 
like as in I'm like but what does that look, what does what does where is the where is the structure where is the structure so that I can describe the brightness you know like I yeah. I completely visualize things in teffigrams still well, that's that's, that's like, all what, you need isn't it when is when is that cloud going to start to develop which will tell me how big it might get by the end yeah. of the day. <laughs> I know it's it's so nerdy but that you can yeah. tell you can tell and visualize everything from a from a tephigram because you can just sort of picture where it's going to be and where the cloud base yeah. is going to be and you say how thick it's going to be and, and how yeah. the pressure how the pressure is changing how quickly the pressure is changing yeah. you know where's your day? I know what's the oh. wind doing with height you know? but then I think oh actually I'm really glad I don't have the stress of having to dig in out of them for like 200 foot cloud bases for a helicopter oh so exactly. like when's it when's actually, it going to clear yeah basically what exactly is the gust going to be? 26 or 27? Yeah. Ah. Uh, um, yeah. Whereas now it's kind of like, it's going to be pretty breezy. Mm, bit plus three. Exactly. Yeah. That'll do. Um, you have to start thinking of things in completely different ways though. Because obviously I went from you energy and road forecasting and i'll be yes yeah. yeah. And that transition was really tricky because I used to work in those 100%. increments of these thresholds for wind gusts oh, and how gosh. much lightning there was going to yeah. be and then i started thinking actually what is the difference between a rather windy day or a windy day or a blustery day and do people actually when you say that to them do they actually say oh yeah today is a windy day today yeah. is a blustery day and you start thinking of things in a completely different way when you start moving into that sort of media side of, uh, yeah, forecasting. That's right. yeah you yeah. start thinking 24 hours so you're like is it windier or cloudier or warmer yes. or milder than yesterday and and because people don't remember two days ago they've forgotten they just know what they did yesterday morning or in the morning but that's much, exactly. diff- much smaller time scale yeah too right and that, that's that's all i'm asked at home is it going to be warmer than it was yesterday yeah yeah so, yeah and that, that you know that's often at 6 a.m you know when the when the toddlers has woken up and you kind of think i don't know i don't even know what, what i'm wearing today <laughs> let alone yeah so um speaking of your toddlers ah i love asking people how I'm curious. I'm really curious. So I had children during my career as a forecaster. Uh, I wasn't doing night shifts at the time. I just went on to unpaid night shifts at the time once the voice came. But how <laughs> how how was how was having children for you? So you had your first one when you were in the Met Office. Yeah, he's six yeah. now. Um, no way! Yeah, he oh is. Oh my goodness! So, uh, wow. Yes, yeah, six and a bit. So yeah, he was a oh. he was a, a, a twenty fourteen baby. So I was yeah, I was still sort of thinking that's the job for me and yeah, and doing shift work and and trying. How did trying you find to, this? How did how did that work out for you guys? Um, how did you navigate it? It's 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 tricky, starting to begin with. But then you know, as babies are sort of sleeping all over the all over the place, it was it was sort of okay. I remember a lot of people at work saying. Oh, you do night shifts. It'd be it'd be easy for you not getting any sleep at night, and you sort of think, yeah, but I still could do with a bit of sleep. Yeah, um, regardless, no matter yeah. when it is. Yeah. Um, so most of, most of the time, it was it was sort of okay. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember an awful lot about it yeah. um, because you know it seemed to be that that within five minutes he was away to nursery and oh. and that was it. It yeah. was never an issue. Even it, it, it was it was interesting, kind of trying to trying to do the jobs and do the do the shift work and and sort of figure in how you would you would get them to these various places, you know, before and after work. Um, I, I, it's kind of without getting too philosophical about it, it's kind of that thing that humans do very well. You just sort of adapt to a change. You know, yeah. you look, look at mm. all of us over the last twelve months yeah. and what, what we've had to adapt to. You just kind of do it. It's not always the nicest thing. Um, 
but now he's just sort of you know he's a he's a you know a little a little buddy a lot of language talks about stuff I remember the first I remember the first time I was I was pushing him out the door to go to nursery um and he and he sort of looked outside I don't know how old he was maybe two and a half three or something and he says, oh, daddy, it's foggy. It's foggy outside. I thought, oh, oh, wow. When did you learn, oh, when did you learn fog? And I'm so proud of you that it's a weather thing that you've talked about. I, I still don't understand fog. How on yeah, earth? It, yeah. You know, so yeah, that sort of thing. was. So, you know, um, so yeah, don't, don't, I don't push the weather, but I do sort of say, oh, you've got to look out the window. Look at this now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and and he, so he, he has a. Uh, some level of, of passion for it. I don't think it's quite the same as mine. Yeah. As he started asking me questions, because I get um, voice notes and videos from uh, my friends' kids, which I cute. love getting. Yeah. And I have to explain, explain. the weather to them. No, I have to then take myself out of my mm. met head oh, and yeah. think, how can I explain this? And I really enjoy doing that. And I was wondering, do you have to do the same with your son? Yeah, well, to the point actually where I've done a couple of, of, of sort of um, uh, Zoom calls or hangouts, whatever you call them, um, at his school oh, um, wow. and at a few people at work as well, where it's just been an, an assembly, but it's, it's sort of a Q&A and it's, it's yeah. all sorts of things. But a lot of the time, um, I, I, I did one for a, what would it have been, like a year eight or the eight years old. Either way, the questions were very advanced. I wasn't right. prepared for some of them. Really? I said, what's, what's, what's the worst flood that the UK's had? Off the oh, top of your head. And you go, oh, um, uh, I th- well, I think it would probably, you know. And so I was just sort of racking my brains as, as you know, to what it might be. I don't but know. Some, yeah, what so, was the worst? In what time I, frame? Maybe they've got past castle event in recent that, years, That sort maybe? of thing. And, yeah. and two, 2007 flooding and Somerset yeah. levels. And that's the that, Other that levels, thing. yeah, yeah. But there's, you know, various. And it was, I found it sort of quite um, mm. educational for me. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that you you never really think of at the moment. Yeah, and um, son's three, and he sent me a video the other day and said, "Why is it windy?" Oh, <gasps> oh my god, that I find that and, uh, why does I wind? Like, yes. So then I had to think, okay, how do I explain this to a three? The and there was her daughter's at six, and I was like, how do I explain this to a three and a six-year-old? And then I was like, really racking my brains, thinking, can I think of a really creative way to explain it? And it, I really, in the end, I was like. It's actually made me think of weather in a completely different way. Mm, yeah. I, I use, I, I normally do that by talking about balloons. So you've got this, this small area, which is under intensely high pressure. And if you were to pop it or let the air out, it's trying to move from that intensely high pressure to a, a lower pressure area effectively. And it's just trying to balance itself out and somehow weave that into the idea that that's all wind is. It's just yeah. air moving around from from an you know from the pressure temperature yeah the, you know? it's like the ideal gas law that's just weather there we go yeah that's true just here's a tephigram there you go yeah <laughs> 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 well, i just laugh at that over your breakfast yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> and what about what about since your second one arrived so were you in you were in i was I, so i see then yeah so he's yeah. only just he's only just turned two oh no not much kid. yeah oh. i know so uh so and he's he's totally different um, yeah, yeah yeah in terms of but in, in in terms of sort of just into everything and climbing on stuff and, mm. and you know he's well, he has an older brother to see doing stuff oh, you know, know. Yeah. and he they don't have the same attention no not at all mm. um so he's he he started using a couple of phrases um 
over the last week where it has been so wet, you know, we look at the difference between April this year and, and May and it couldn't have been any any different, could it? But no. he said, he'd, he he looked at the other day, at, uh, we were, I don't know, having lunch or dinner or something and he, he just sort of went, chucking it down. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> and I, I kind of thought, yeah, it is. Where oh. have you heard, you know, the amount of You're not just they, like bursting with pride. I'd have been like just delighted if one of my fellas said that. It was it was brilliant. Oh. It was brilliant. So um yeah, well uh well make scientists of them yet. We will indeed. That's mine. Keep on talking about it to them. Mine keep asking me why the moon or no, they keep saying to me now at the moment. Well, first of all, they say, Mammy, the moon's not asleep. And now they're saying to me, It's not night time, it's morning time. I'm like, I know that's what you're saying to me, but I assure you it's night time. They say, No, Gosh. mammy, no, mammy, the sun's out. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Right, Charlie, Gemma, shall we yes. move on to our quick fire round? Ooh. Let's do it. Okay, so are you ready, Charlie? I'm just gonna have a little sip of Take water. Deep just, just gonna wet my whistle. Prepare <laughs> yourself. <laughs> okay. There's a mixture. Some of them are weather related. Okay. Um, we're not gonna test you on any like equations or anything. Don't it's you worry about that. No, um, you're safe there. <laughs> I. I I wouldn't know the answers to a lot of those questions at this stage anyway. I've forgotten it all. I wouldn't have a clue. No. <laughs> Years ago, I've forgotten it now. Yeah. Um, that's what textbooks are for. Um, some of them are weather related and some of them are just completely random. We like the random ones more because mm. get to know you a little bit better. So, and the, there's going to be follow-up. I'm going to warn you. There's going to be follow-up questions from oh, Ash. I know, sorry. You it's can't just, not ask a follow-up question. I just can't yeah, help myself. Yeah. I'm like, I have so many questions that he does. But anyway, but... Oh, nice. Okay, so let's get going. Your favourite season? Spring. Why? Don't you have to tell us why? 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 Because everything is happening. The the, the, the everything is growing. It's coming back to life. It's starting to get a bit warmer. The days are getting longer. You know, you've, you've got colours and smells of stuff, and wildlife's getting active. Everything's happening in spring. FYI, for reference, it's my favourite as well because you can basically get all of the seasons in spring. Oh, it's amazing. And there's, like, there's, so, you can get snow, frost. Yeah, there's so much weather going on. You yeah. know, it's like the sun's waking up and saying, here, have some heat, do what the hell you want. That yeah. and sits back and watches it all go to pot. It's great. Yeah. A few months ago, I said that mine was autumn, which it mm. is. Mm. But recently, I've been going out on a lot of like nature walks and I've been listening to the birds and seeing everything grow. And I think maybe it's the lockdown that's, that's made me slow down and I yeah. actually notice spring more because... Before spring, well, winter into spring is a really busy time for forecasting. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, yeah. And so I think maybe because I've been allowed to slow down, I'm mm. actually thinking I may be moving to Team Spring. <laughs> yes, Gemma. I think I might be doing it. Yes, Gemma. I didn't think it was possible, but I think I love you a little bit more now. It's oh, <laughs> I think I love spring a little bit more as well. <laughs> You guys, um, it's just that sort. It's that. It's that. It's you're absolutely right. The sort of slowing down over the last twelve, last 12 months has really made me appreciate small mm. things a lot more. Mm. The kind of things you'd normally just walk past, or the kind of questions that you wouldn't normally ask, you suddenly find yourself thinking, "Well, oh, I wonder what that is doing that for." Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, me too. Maybe we just need to just continue to just take things a little bit more slowly and just, just appreciate chill. what's around us. Yeah. Mm. Do you have a favorite cloud? I do have a favourite cloud. Um, my favourite cloud 
is Alto Cumulus Castellanus. Oh, good yes, shout. yes, good shout. Good okay, shout. so it's yeah, so you know, not again, not not us, not necessarily out there sort of choice, but it's um, you know, if you see a little bit of cast in the sky, yeah, there's something interesting going on up there, exactly. It looks yeah. weird. It doesn't look like a cloud. It doesn't look like it belongs there for mm. some reason. It's all angular and pointy. and Yeah, yeah it's, it's cool. A, it's a lovely precursor to maybe there's going to be a star. See <laughs> <laughs> your coffee. Coffee. Okay. Twitter or Instagram? Instagram. Why? 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 Because it's friendly. Oh, pe- you don't find Twitter as friendly. People people appreciate what you're doing and and and... and 99% of the time has something nice to say you know the amount, of, the amount of posts I've put up or pictures or photos and no one said oh that's rubbish what do you put that up for whereas yeah. you can almost guarantee that you know so uh, yeah I, 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 I still have a lot of time for Twitter but mm. the, the, the two social channels for me are very different right. yeah, yeah. You know, I agree I, I think they are yeah I, 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 I still put a few photos on on Twitter but most of that is kind of weathery bits and yeah the old gag that's it yeah i think maybe with instagram because people maybe it's just because they're they're scrolling more so if they don't they if they see a picture that they don't like they just naturally just scroll past it and they don't yeah. read the caption maybe that's where it is because i know that i do that i'll be like oh that's a nice picture mm, i'll read the caption because yeah. if i don't like a picture i don't i don't then sort of engage in it or look at the caption i just scroll past it exactly. but i think on in, on twitter because it's more text-based maybe um you're you're more inclined to read what's being written and then therefore you're more in like likely to engage in that way yeah mm. yeah i'm a big fan of instagramming and you just sort of work your way through i've got 20 minutes the best look at all those pictures that i don't need to look at but i probably should yeah I'd and then lucky. three hours later <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. i know i should have got to sleep i'm Oopsie. so tired yeah Jammy Dodgers or Jaffa Cakes? Jammy Dodgers. Ooh. Okay. How do you eat your Jammy Dodger? I just did one. <gasps> like, like everyone else. Um, but Jaffa Cakes, I, I, we are, funnily enough, I had this conversation yesterday and they, they're just disappointing. I, I, yeah, I agree. I, like, I, need a, I need a bit of bite, a bit of crunch. We're really upset my, with the both years right now. With my confectionery. And I think it, uh, a Jammy Dodger has both a biscuit element and a nice little bit of sweet jam. In the middle. I think you've summed that up very nicely, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. If you were a fruit or vegetable, what would you be? If I was a fruit or vegetable, what would I be? Um, I, oh gosh, maybe an apple. Okay. Is there a reason behind that? Well, Apples are quite dependable, aren't they? I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but if you have an apple, you, you kind of know what it's going to taste yeah. like, and you know, and, and, and most of it is is really good and edible. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are a couple of different varieties. You can make cider from them. You know, <laughs> the more the more you think about it, the more the ideal fruit is an apple. But in fact, you don't need any more fruits or vegetables, do you? Really, apart from an apple. Um, whereas an orange to just you don't know what you're going to get and you spend so much effort getting in there it. I yeah. know you yeah. can't just pick up an orange and eat it you've got to go through the faff of peeling mm. it and mm-hmm. well it, you could but 
Oh yeah, you could just see it. Yeah. It would be disgusting. <laughs> if you wanted to. <laughs> um but yeah. So yeah, an apple. Do you have a hidden talent? I can juggle. Yeah. Um I can do accents. Not impressions, but I can I can do some accents. Do an Irish accent. Um which part of Ireland do you want to talk about? Dublin. Dublin. It was doing it just then. Basically, can you do my accent? I don't want to do that because although it is the sincerest form of flattery, I don't want to offend you. <laughs> okay, you're not gonna um, so uh, uh, that's the thing. So I, I can't, I don't know I, which, uh, which, where, where, are you, where are you from? In the Ireland. south side of Dublin. The south side of Dublin. So it's no, it's it, it sort of fades in and out. It's a very tricky one because there's, there's there's some things. About it is it a bit of a tricky one actually because no matter who I've been working with, the amount mm. of years I've been working with them, and if they try and mimic my accent, it always comes out with something from the eighteen nineties from Cork. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like, to be sure, to be sure. Love it, love it or hate it. It's sort of for me. That's the kind of Mrs. Brown's boys sort of well, area. Yes, that is. Yeah. But we haven't got to talk about that. Right? Mrs. Brown's boys sounds like my nana. Hello there, Mrs. Brown. How's it going? That is my nana. Right. She's got a very deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> she's a rich, she's proper dub, proper dub, proper dub. There you go. So you can do accents and you can juggle any other ones? Uh, That's a lot of hidden talent. I don't even think I have a talent. Have you ever thought about doing a broadcast in an accent while <gasps> juggling? That's yes. good. Just throwing out the the, uh, the challenge there to you, Charlie. If I wanted to get sacked immediately, um, yeah. that's a good way of going. Oh, oh, I, could, I have thought about it. You could do one for social media. You wouldn't get I, yeah, I, I, I have I have thought about it. It has been done. Has it? But juggling. Who did it? No, the forecast in a different accent. Yeah, but you're going to add the juggling as well. Yeah, oh, I see what you mean. The juggling hasn't both been done. at the same time. Oh my gosh. So I've got to remember a weather story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can only juggle three things in any way. I can't. I'm not one of these. That's impressive. I can't do. I can't do any other number. I can juggle one thing. Right. Yeah, me too. Well, so you, you can throw something up and down. <laughs> um. Uh, I have could to throw be... one from each hand to the other. But that's yeah. Um. I I could do a pretty good impression of Kermit the Frog. Ah, great. So you need to do Kermit the Frog juggling yeah. in yeah. forecast. Okay. That's a Imagine challenge. That. Yeah. We'll be looking yeah. out on social media for that. Yeah. You'll be looking for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I've got all the time in the world. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I'm very patient. <laughs> what have I done? I've got a couple of more, a couple of more questions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you could invite one person to dinner, who would you invite? Um, they can be, that can be, for, they can be, they can be of this world or have left this world. I, um, it's always been Dame Judy Dench. Oh, yes, That's good, good shout. Yeah, because I just think she's amazing, and I would happily talk to her for. I don't think the, the feeling is mutual, but I would happily talk to her for <laughs> weeks. Uh, I just think she's fascinating yeah. and hilarious, and you know, yeah, she is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Two more questions. Okay. okay. The first one is very random. Fingers for toes or toes for fingers? Oh. Um, 
God, you said quick fire. This is the opposite. I know. We shouldn't call it quick fire. We should call it. I know. Quick, I did think we should fire change <laughs> with long answers because well, it, was, it was originally it was originally a quick fire. But the more we do it, the more you can't help. Yeah. Well, I've got, um, fingers for toes. Yeah, I think that's the logical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sure. you, you know you've, you've got to look at these things on the end of your arms and do mm. stuff with them. If if yeah. they were sort of weird, sort of short, stubby, ingrown, it'd be hard. You, I, yeah, I think so. Whereas, I think it'd be quite useful to be able to pick things up with your feet. Yeah, I love the way that all of your answers have been very logical and you've really thought them through and yeah. you've explained them really well. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even uh, asked that many questions. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say. I, yeah, I definitely don't spend all my time thinking about this thing at work. <laughs> That's for sure. But our final question that we like to pe- ask people in our not so quick fire round is one thing you wish everybody knew about the weather? Um, that it's three dimensional. Yeah. And I, it's, it's the hardest thing sometimes to try and get across yeah yeah. you know especially for what we do as i've mentioned before you just look at it from the top down you know it's it's just it's flat isn't it Mm. but actually when you know when you look up at a a cloud and you sort of think oh why is that one different to that one and and how come that cloud's going that way but the other one's going the other way and you know or you see a difference in the morning from bright sunshine to a little bit of cloud then a little bit lower a bit thicker and then by the evening it's raining and you know so that sort of thing and and trying to i'm just trying to get trying to trying to figure that out yeah ways of and, and also and, it's hard isn't it you only have like let's say one minute or one, yeah. minute, one and a half minutes to go from today tomorrow the next day and and maybe an outlook and it's and over an area so it is exactly and, and challenging the, the the way i think about it is that to try and not make excuses for why it's difficult to forecast the weather but to just to try and say why it is just literally why it's difficult is for that mm. reason you've got this, this area and you're looking at weather for that area but actually you've got to take into account the weather throughout the entire sort of first chunk of the atmosphere and what might be happening there and then how that spreads out across the rest of the UK and what the influences are there and then the rest of the northern hemisphere say oh it's, it's, en- it's mm. endless, it endless. Yeah, and then it's the universe and then galaxies <laughs> no and then you know so it's the whole yeah the whole it's 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 just fiercely complicated i think i yeah. try not to think about that too much otherwise i just i would lose the power of speech yeah but yeah so yeah three three d atmosphere 3d atmosphere i like that it's a good take-home mm. message <laughs> thank you on next week's educational podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. we do also like to leave as well so thank you charlie for not so quick fire quick fire right we mm, really need to change the name we're going to change the name we're going to have to change yeah. it to Let's brainstorm some new names yeah i think it's time to change it. sometimes somewhere between quick and slow a moderate fire <laughs> yeah so normally in our podcast too we like to explain a little something about the weather but we're going to ask charlie to do it today so charlie it sort of occurred so We've had a little bit of a weird May. So this podcast has been recorded in May. And this time last year, we were actually basking in the sunshine. Mm. Uh, granted, we were all in lockdown, but we were basking in sunshine. So, you know, I think it's normally a little bit warmer. This actually weather at the moment reminds me of an Irish summer where you keep thinking it's going to get warmer. <laughs> you know, you, you get these hints of like longer days and little sniffs of humidity. And yes. then it's still just raining and it's still just on and off, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, 
normally at this time of year, we possibly have already had a little bit of a warm spell. Mm. People love to go to the beach. Yes. It can be a lovely balmy day. Hop into the water and it's freezing. So do you want to explain a little bit about, about that? Tell us why the, tell us about the temperature of the oceans and the seasons. Well, things heat up at different rates. And it tends to be kind of difference between solid, liquid or gas in that way, just because of the way the molecules can move around and vibrate and move against each other in relative ease or relative difficulty. Um, and the atmosphere, as we know, heats up and cools down over a 24 hour period, sometimes to crazy limits. But the sea doesn't do that so much. And it takes a while for the, the heat from the sun to kind of get in there and start to jumble up all the molecules in that liquid and, 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 and make them um, kind of move around and, and retain that heat and, and warm it up. So there's, there's often a lag. And also the sun isn't that strong when you get to the first part of the year. So you'll find that although it feels really nice and warm and you get those long days and you start you know, wearing less layers and then you go down and dip your toe in and actually realize that the sea's only 10 degrees, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a shock, but you just need those longer days. You need the strength of the sun as we head through summer. And because it takes longer for the heat to kind of permeate the liquid, you'll find that the sea at its warmest generally during the autumn, when perhaps you don't fancy going for a swim because it's probably <laughs> raining at about 12 degrees. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's a weird one, isn't it? You know, those sort of nice long summer days. I'll just take a quick dip. Um, my cold, my yeah. goodness, it's cold. Yeah. yeah, so we've about a three month lag, you know, between each season. So it's almost mm. like it's actually winter in the ocean and then yeah. in the summer it's the spring and then in That's the right. autumn it's the summer and then the winter. Yeah. So it is so it's actually the best time to go for a swim if you're looking for a little bit of heat and we talk about a little bit of heat. It's nothing nothing tropical but about 17 degrees actually down where you are is around September October time. September. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a lovely time. North yeah. Devon. Early September. Yeah. Still wear a wetsuit though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a privileged lot aren't we we're like i must wear my wetsuit where is my wetsuit yeah. um yeah but i yeah no i i'm a wuss when it comes to to, to yeah. water and temperature yeah, yeah i need i need to have some sort of creature comforts so. i think when you have kids though it's great to have a wetsuit because they my mind just love the love water and mm. um they just get so cold so quickly don't they yeah so. oh God, exactly and they, they you gotta they, have a wetsuit they don't realize until it's too late you know and then oh. no i know or, or neither do you <laughs> Yeah, like, that's true. Oh, one of those get a cold. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> right. I feel left out. I need to go and buy a wetsuit. I don't have one. I don't really Emma, have one. No, missing I... out. If you're going well, to I don't live anywhere near the sea, do I? <laughs> no, but if you're going to go holiday in the UK, you're going to do any wild swimming or anything like that. Yeah. Get a wetsuit. Just well, you don't need a big one. It's just enough to keep it just just so you can have 40 minutes, basically. Well, you, you, know? you want a wetsuit that fits you. So if you're wet, yeah, I'm about too... to say, I don't it might not need to be a big one, but you meant <laughs> you meant the thickness. Yeah, dad gags. Um, I hashtag, didn't even cotton on. Hashtag lols. Talking about um, like yeah, but what, two, what about three mil is perfect. Yeah, what about, <laughs> I'll have extra, extra, extra large, please. Um, what about what about your um, your London Lido Lidos? They're not all heated, are they? So no, they're not. And but you would, you would be seeing goodness, Deborah in a website, They yeah, no, loads of people do. Oh, um, right. Yeah, they. Boy, do they cool down quick. Oof. Really yeah. quick. So they actually do. They're probably 
there's probably only a couple of week lag in the temperatures with with most of them there are some heated ones outdoors but once october comes even september you know the day's already you know kind of kind of accelerating getting shorter you know it's so shallow like the water you know the the heat capacity of swimming pool when you've got got a filter going yeah yeah Yeah, no um but you know it's it's i guess it's a new therapy now isn't it going for a swim and in cold we all know that it releases sort of uh yeah really good. you know it's uplifting to go for a cold swim and, and so a, not not everybody wears them but there's a there's a formula as well isn't there isn't it something you're only supposed to go in for the amount of minutes that the air temperature is or something like that is oh it, i don't know or, I've never or water temperature probably worth reminding it, whether it, it's water or air temperature like, <laughs> the surprise you probably surprise it here considering that even in the coldest parts of the world like in the arctic and stuff the mm. water temperature is between you know three and four degrees yeah um in a Lido, it can easily go down to five or six degrees. Oh my god! Very, very, very quickly. You know, within old for me, in two weeks it could drop. Yeah. You know, just have a shower. Yeah, but it's just going to get in the bath. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't need a wetsuit for that. It's fine. <laughs> well, you could. Yeah, if I wanted to, I'd have to go and buy one first. So yeah. I might just leave it. It's a bit like eating an orange without peeling, isn't it? You know, it's exactly. a lot of things you could do. But yeah. we're not going to do it. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to <No>. do it. <laughs> What are we talking about? This is what this happens is what on this happens. podcast, oh. honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have all the best intentions and it just goes just off in the most random yeah. direction. Yeah. And on it interesting, that... mixes it up. <laughs> <laughs> also gives me and Gemma ideas for other podcasts as well. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> should talk to somebody about yeah. that. Oh. Um, but if, um, if you're listening to this podcast and you've enjoyed our random ramblings um we would love it if you would subscribe rate and review our podcast and share it far and wide with anyone that you could think that would maybe like to listen to it um also you can find us on instagram we are for the love of weather on twitter we are the number four love of weather um oh, and we're a bit unhappy about that one. Oh, we just yeah. like to say that as well it just didn't fit anything's 15 uh, characters didn't work i know we We've accepted it now, but we have. still we're still not hundred percent happy. But if people want to find you, Charlie, where can they find you on social media to follow you? Ah, the uh, the the handle, as I'm sure the young people will tell me, as it's called, is at ITV Charlie P. Is and that for on, both Instagram and Twitter? That's on both. That's on both. And on that note as well, Charlie, thank you so 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 much for giving us up your time this evening we massively appreciate it so thank you from both of us well thanks for having me i thoroughly enjoyed that thank you it's like a little um, university reunion for us i know i know i know we still haven't figured out who knows where the the game is where's the game where's the weather game that's the question that's come out of this podcast where is that weather weather game game? (laughs) i definitely definitely didn't sell it to Hamleys. <laughs> if you're raking in the money behind my back i will not be happy uh, i need a wetsuit <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it needs to be bigger than two mil <laughs> yeah yeah gosh oh anyway thank you everybody if you've listened and you've managed to get to the end of the podcast we hope you leave this episode loving the weather just that little bit more. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let me just stop recording. Oh my God, I nearly pressed end. What was I doing?